guest. I think it's fair to say that we're all a little bit nervous that South Australia could be hit with a second wave of coronavirus. I know I am. I think being worried isn't such a bad thing because it means that we're still aware, aware that we still have to keep doing what we've been told to do, social distance, wash our hands, etc. The government announced last week that they want to see a COVID-19 testing blitz and health authorities are calling for a 50% rise in tests. They say that the only reliable way to find out if the Victorian outbreak has spread to SA is to get more testing here. So we are joined by SA Pathology Clinical Service Director Dr Tom Dodd. Thank you very much for your time. You must be one of the busiest men in town I'm guessing. Uh, good afternoon, Jade. Yes, um, there's a lot happening, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. And you want to see more of it. You want to be busier. You want to see more testing here in the state. That's exactly right. So um, we've been testing around 1,800 to 2,000 people per day over the last few weeks. But what we're asking everyone in South Australia to do is to definitely come forward and have a COVID swab, even if they have the most mild cold or flu-like symptoms. Um, and so that's really important for everyone living here, that the only way we can detect any case of COVID, obviously, is to have people come forward and being swabbed. Lots and lots of people are doing the right thing, but I'm just, once again, reinforcing the need for anyone with any symptoms at all living in South Australia to come forward. The second thing, of course, is people travelling into South Australia from Victoria. Obviously, the situation in Victoria is um, of a significant concern, as you mentioned. So people um, arriving here into South Australia from Victoria um, will have to have had pre-authorisation to enter, um, and we require two things from those folk. The first is they must quarantine for 14 days, and the second is they must get a test. So we're asking people to have a swab on the first day they arrive into South Australia in the first 24 hours, and then again, a second swab on day 12 after they arrive. And even if those swab results are negative, they still need to remain in quarantine for 14 days. So, Doctor, I want to ask you, when you say you're asking them to, does that mean they have to go and do it? So it, it's not been made an absolute law that they have to have a swab, but people are being given a request form for the swab when they arrive at the border, whether they're coming through the airport or by road. So when you arrive at the um, the crossing, mm -hmm. um, the police uh, stop and have a conversation with you about um, making sure your paperwork's all in order to actually enter South Australia from Victoria. And part of what the conversation is about the need to go and have a swab done within 24 hours of arriving. And people are doing the right thing. And then once again... Um, I mentioned on day 12, is very straightforward to get getting a swab. So there are well over 50 locations where you can get a swab. For a lot of people, the simplest um, option are the drive-through clinics. Um, so there are drive-through clinics um, run at the airport by um, Australian Clinical Labs. There is a drive-through clinic run by ClinPath at uh, Mile End, and SA Pathology has several drive-through clinics, two in Adelaide and one in Tanunda. There are also options uh, closer to the Victorian border, 
as well. So uh, we think it's going to be really easy for people to do the right thing and have a swab and then head off to wherever it is they're going to stay, head home and quarantine for those 14 days. You can be infected with the virus and have no symptoms at all. And so it's really important that people um, uh, do what they are required to do and they are absolutely required to have 14 days quarantine uh, and the police will do compliance checks to make sure people um, are in fact doing the right thing and quarantining. I think a lot of people are very nervous. I'm one in particular. We've all done the right thing here in South Australia and then all of a sudden the borders, you know, the hard border closures came into effect and we saw an influx of thousands of Victorians and we're all sitting back thinking, well, okay, are they going to do the right thing and get tested? Where are they staying and how does that then compromise those that they're staying with, their South Australian family, and are we going to see a second outbreak here in South Australia? And if so, are we have we got everybody's details that have come across the border to to close that down, to to you know shut that shut down that outbreak? Sure. So even before Wednesday night, when the so-called hard border came into effect, people entering South Australia was from anywhere. Um, including Victoria, and particularly Victoria, was still under the direction that they needed to quarantine. And so it, it wasn't an open border at all, of course, before yeah. before Wednesday. So so people were, were given instructions and they needed to quarantine even, even prior to that. And we know that people are coming forward to have swabs. So irrespective of um, symptoms, anyone who's entered South Australia from Victoria over the last two to three weeks should come forward to get a COVID swab if they have any symptoms or indeed even if they're asymptomatic, we would like them to come forward. So you can um, leave your um, quarantine for medical purposes and mm -hmm. the, the easiest thing to do is just to drive through a drive-through and you don't need any paperwork. Um, you just need to um, arrive and say, I've um, travelled back from Victoria and I need a COVID swab. Uh, the um, the, the nurses at the uh, drive-throughs can complete all the paperwork for you and do the swab. It only takes a couple of minutes and uh, it provides you with peace of mind um, and also, of course, protects everyone else. We had a caller ring in last week that had a sniffle and they were, they presented to get a test and then the nurse said, OK, are you prepared then to go home and quarantine until you get the results of those tests? Does that still stand? Even though you're asymptomatic, you'd have no, you know, you don't even have a sniffle. You're, what, you're rocking up because you want to do the right thing. Are you then sent home to quarantine? And if so, how long will those results take to come back to you? So if you've travelled across the border and under quarantine directions, yeah. you absolutely have to return back to your quarantine. You must quarantine for, for 14 days. For the vast majority of other people, people living in South Australia, if you have any symptoms and go for a COVID swab, you need to um, go home and isolate till the results are back just on the off chance that it would be a positive result. And in fact, that's just a very sensible thing to do anyway mm. because we don't want people spreading any other cold viruses around because it's part of which it makes other people sick. It just confuses the situation. In terms of results, um, the laboratory, uh, all laboratories, SA Pathology, ClinPath and ACL are uh, going 
very well with their testing and the speed. So the vast majority of tests are completed in under 24 hours and even significantly less from the time they're received in the laboratory. And results are sent out by, um, for most people, by a text message system. So it's a quick turnaround. I've got. It's a quick. It's a quick. It is a quick turnaround time, and and it's a. It's a. Yes, it's a little inconvenient, of course, but we absolutely all need to do the right thing for our community. We've done very, very well. Obviously, everyone knows that in South Australia, we want to continue doing that, and the only way we can do that is to continue to be very careful with. Um, all the advice so about social distancing, about being sensible about uh, not going out when you're sick uh, and uh, hand washing. And then, of course, if you do have any symptoms, you really must get a test. And I'd like to see our numbers continue to go up and up each day. You said they're sitting around 800 to 2,000. Where would you like to see them double that? Uh, look, it would be really nice to see us going two and a half to 3,000. The, mm-hmm. the private laboratories are doing lots of testing as well as SA pathology and we have the capacity to do those tests now in South Australia. And so um, there's a real opportunity here for everyone to do um, the right thing right at this critical time now because obviously the situation in Victoria is um, is serious and we want to make quite sure that any case coming into South Australia, we identify as early as possible. I've got Tim from Goula on the line. Go ahead, Tim. Yes, hello, Doctor. How are you? Hi, Tim. How are you? Yeah, well, thank you. I've got two questions, if I may. One sure. is, when you say have a swab test taken, is that a saliva swab or a nasal swab? So uh, what we are doing here in South Australia and most places, that's a a swab uh, with a, um, so like a little um, brush and uh, it's a swab taken from the back of your throat and from one of your nostrils. And that's um, the most reliable test. There is a saliva test which has been used a little bit during the um, uh, rapid increase in the cases in Victoria Um that test is, is still a good test, but it's not as reliable as the swab test. It's probably 10% less sensitive. So at this stage, and we are absolutely going with a swab test. Okay. Now, secondly, um, are you testing, like, when you talk about a coronavirus, it is my understanding that the flu is a coronavirus, the common cold is a form of coronavirus, and it is... I think, I could be mistaken on this one, but I think the uh, corona strain is the live antigen in the flu shot. Would that show up as an antigen in your test? So it's a flu or a common cold, because they're all coronas, they're not COVID, they're all coronas. So does all the tests that show up positive for corona, could some of those be flu or the cold or something like that? So um, you're right that obviously coronavirus um, is, a, is a virus, but influenza virus is a different family of viruses. And um, so what we test for is a very specific test for the, um, COVID-19. the COVID-19, COVID-19 virus, very specifically. In some cases, we do test for other viruses, but that's also specific. So we do a test for 
influenza and several other viruses as well as COVID. So you, if you get a positive test, it is a specific test for this very um, this COVID-19 virus only. Thank you, Tim. We have Dr Tom Dodd from SA Pathology here talking to us about COVID-19 and the threat from Victoria to South Australians and how it is really important for us to step up our testing here in South Australia to make sure that it hasn't crept in from Victoria. If you've got a question about COVID-19 testing, you can call in now, 8223 Keep up to date with state politics with Adelaide's own King of Spin, Matthew Abraham. Thursday mornings from 7.30 with David and Will. Thanks to mighty helpful Midas Hand. Quality brands at great prices for all your DIY needs. GFK collects Australia's radio listening information across the country from January to November every year. You may be asked to participate in the radio rating surveys. Whether you listen a lot, a little or not at all. For everyone who participates, the radio industry and GFK, thank you. GFK follows strict COVID-19 guidelines when contacting participants. Hi, Alan Lark from Maddox Air. Want ductile reverse cycle air conditioning for your home? Then think Fujitsu. It's Australia's favourite air. Winner of Reader's Digest Most Trusted Brand Award. Right now, buy a fully installed Fujitsu ductus system and save up to a massive $1,500 with Fujitsu free money and Maddox discounts. You heard it. Save up to $1,500 on Fujitsu's most popular model. Remember, nobody beats Maddox. Call for a free quote or go online anytime. July 1 warning. Did your energy plan go up or down? July 1 is the day that power prices traditionally go up for South Australian households. That means it will pay to check your plan and make sure it's still bottom dollar. If you're not receiving bottom dollar prices, then the 50 Up Club has you covered with a members-only electricity deal available at 50upclub.com. The 50 Up Club's offer costs less than the new government electricity reference price point. See if you can save. Check it out and switch at 50upclub.com. Plus, preview the full list of energy concessions and rebates available to the over 50s in South Australia at 50upclub.com. So to save on energy bills today, visit 50upclub.com. I'm really proud to be part of a caring family. My family don't only care for me, they care for all these other families too. My great-grandma, who was a nurse during the war, started St Louis 70 years ago to care for older people. Today, my dad carries on that proud tradition at St Louis Home Care. So, if you or your family need support with things like gardening, cleaning, cooking, it would be our family's pleasure to provide it. Google St Louis Home Care to find out how my family can help take care of yours. Besides being Australia's number one Honda dealer, there's many other reasons people keep coming back to Dave Potter Honda. They have over 300 new demo and used cars in stock, plus Australia's cheapest demo Hondas and Adelaide's best selection of new cars, including the early arrival of the new 2021 HRV VTI Auto, now $27,990, drive away. And the CRV VI from $30,990, drive away. Come and see why Dave Potter Honda is Australia's number one Honda dealer. It's okay to give yourself a break and have your loved ones stay with us so that you can recharge. If you're a carer, why not reward yourself with a getaway, see some friends, or just take time to catch up on the admin of life? At Infinite Care, our respite stays can also be a great experience for your loved one. 
Contact us today to find out how affordable and easy respite care can be. Call 1800 463 468 or Google Infinite Care. Thanks to Light and Easy, Australians of all ages can enjoy delicious, nutritious meals in the comfort and safety of their home. We're also giving every customer 10 chances to win $10,000. Find out how. Visit lightandeasy.com.au today. Scrape your caravan, Walker Crash Repairs, an RAA-approved caravan crash repairer. This is Jade Robran. We're talking to Dr Tom Dodd from SA Pathology about COVID-19 testing in South Australia. Bruce has uh, asked a question which is probably on the lips of many South Aussies. Why is it not mandatory for these Victorians coming into our state to have a test? So um, the quarantine period, which is actually the most important thing, is is absolutely mandatory. Um, so a test gives you a, um, a result at a moment in time. Um, and so it is possible to have a negative test but still be infected with COVID-19 um, and for the symptoms yet to, yet to develop. Um, for all intensive purposes, people are essentially being asked to have the test done uh, and, and we're, we're seeing excellent compliance with people having that test. Um, they're given the request form at the border and uh, uh, people are doing the right thing and coming forward to be tested. That's great news. We have Michael who wants to ask you a question from Glendor. Hi, Michael. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, good. Um, last Hi, year we had more than 20,000 cases of influenza with 1,500 deaths. Now, why has there been no influenza cases this year um, reported and why has there been no deaths reported this year? So it's really interesting what's happened with the other viruses like influenza. There's another virus called respiratory syncytial virus. And what we've seen is very, very low numbers of these seasonal viruses. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the final explanations are. But some of the things you could imagine is that influenza tends to travel from the winter uh, seasons in the northern hemisphere down to the southern hemisphere and back again. And, of course, one of the things that's happened as a result of COVID is that there's been very, very little international um, flights. So the transmission of, of uh, influenza from the northern hemisphere down to the southern hemisphere would have been restricted. And, of course, all the measures that we've put in place, like the social distancing, keeping 1.5 metres apart, hand washing, cough etiquette, of course, don't just work for COVID. They work for all viruses, including influenza and respiratory syncytial virus. So I think all, all those things we've done to manage and um, suppress the COVID has actually had exactly the same effect on other viruses like influenza. But it's a, it's a very interesting observation, and you're quite right. And I have a question here from Natalie. You touched on it a moment ago, Doctor, in regards to the testing, but this regards a child, so you might be able to elaborate a little bit. So Natalie has sure. asked, COVID, in Adelaide, is there a saliva test? think it would be much easier for my seven-year-old. So what we're doing here is still doing the swab test, and the reason for that is it's a, it is more uh, sensitive. The, uh, the saliva test is... Um, a little less sensitive. We've found that children um, have been very compliant with having um, the swab test. Uh, you know, I, I 
I accept, uh, you know, it would be a little easier for them, but uh, we've, we've swabbed many, many thousands of children without difficulty. June from Oakden has called in. Hello, June, go ahead. Hi, Jade and Doctor. Um, years ago, I had diphtheria and I can remember vividly going to the Northfield uh, Infectious Disease Place and having those swabs up the nose and, and down the throat. And we were certainly isolated. Uh, there were three of us in the family that had diphtheria, but we, until we had three uh, negative swabs, uh, were we allowed to go home? And, uh, you know, so I think the swabbing and the, the testing with this corona thing is, is valid, very valid. Have you, okay. have, thank you very much, June. I appreciate your call. I've got another question here from Michael. Why do we need a doctor referral for testing? Surely this inconvenience could discourage us from having a test. Make it as easy as possible for people, please. It's, 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 a, it's, a, good, it's a good point. So um, there are lots and lots of options for, for testing. There are well over 50 locations where you can get a test. Some of them are at drive-throughs um, where you do need a, re a referral form and the others are at uh, COVID clinics at uh, lots and lots of hospitals. The common theme to all those sites, though, is there is some sort of clinical assessment. And it is important because people are obviously presenting with some, sorts of, um, some sort of illness. And so whether it's a nurse assessment or assessment by a GP, you don't actually physically need to see your GP um, you can, as everyone probably knows, you can get uh, telephone consults, and the GP can just send through the re the referral for um, the, uh, the the request at the drive-through. So, we think um, both those things are important. Uh, what I would say at the moment, though, is anyone returning from Victoria at the moment uh, doesn't need to have any any sort of referral. They can just arrive at the drive-throughs, and we'll provide them with a request form because we know that they're a higher risk and so we, we want to make that very straightforward for anyone coming back from Victoria, particularly anyone who's asymptomatic, but either way, symptomatic or asymptomatic. How prepared are we to deal with a similar outbreak in SA? So obviously um, we've been very fortunate at this stage um, for a number of months and we've taken this opportunity to make uh, many plans around how to manage uh, an outbreak. Um, obviously, the hospitals, the Royal Adelaide in particular, which would be our COVID hospital, um, has had uh, an opportunity to extensive planning about managing um, uh, an influx of cases were that to happen again. Mm. So I think we're in a, uh, in a, a very well-prepared state. It's now many, many months of intense planning has gone in and we're, we're obviously in a much better place than we would have been back in March if we hadn't got the... Uh, um, pandemic under control in South Australia at that time. And what can we do as a community to prevent a similar outbreak here? I know there was just downright stupidity in some cases in Melbourne, but do we just keep doing what we've been doing? Look, I think uh, we we have done very well and we need to continue doing that. So um, we now have to live in a COVID at-risk environment. So we need to maintain that social distancing and washing, cough etiquette. 
Uh, and so we can't go back completely to the way things were at this time. Uh, complacency is, a, is the big risk. And uh, in particular, I just re-emphasise once again for South Australians to come forward and get a swab if you have any symptoms. Dr Tom Dodd, thank you very much and everything that you're doing for our great state. And I know you guys are, uh, also have got tests coming in by the thousands from Victoria as well. So you, you, you and your team are working around the clock. So thank you. That's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's Dr Tom Dodd there from SA Pathology. We're going to take a very 